Welcome to the Metabolic Coach Podcast, where it's all about exploring a new way of losing weight, one thought at a time. And I'm your host, gynecologist and a certified life and weight coach, Dr. Rashmi Pawar. Hello, my friend, and welcome to today's episode on fear of losing your pregnancy. Now, this episode is going to sort of, because I'm recording a video of it as well, so it will come out on Facebook and Instagram a day before. And I have a podcast which releases every Sunday, 8 a.m. UA time. So this will, on podcast, this will release tomorrow. So today I'm going to talk about fear of losing pregnancy. Because when I show up as a pregnancy coach, most of the time, the people I see are those who are in pain. And I truly want to help them. And my work, apart from being a physician, is to address the fears which most women have around getting pregnant, having a baby, infections, chronic conditions. Like, how do you manage your mind? Like, how do you stop thinking negative? Like, that's what we want, right? Like, I had a client recently who told me, I just want to stop thinking. But I just want to highlight how that is not possible. So I would like to correct by saying it's not possible to stop thinking. But what's possible is to reduce your negative thinking or to redirect your mind when you notice you are in negative thinking and how to go from negative thinking towards something which is neutral. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how like women generally who are at that juncture in their pregnancy where they fear intensely that they're going to lose their baby. So that can happen in first trimester, that can happen second trimester, mostly. And especially when situations come, like actually it can happen throughout the pregnancy. The fear can just grip you. So if you are someone who has had miscarriage in the past and now you're pregnant and you get bleeding or pain, like it's constant fear. It Even like there are some some women who I asked them, when I asked them, what are you really thinking? When, like, what are your negative beliefs? It's, it's like they don't even want to talk about it. Because especially in Indian community, or I don't, I, I think even world over actually, you think if we say it, it might happen. Like we, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to make it happen by talking about it. I don't know where we started that, Uh, which culture started it because I think it's pretty universal when we say those things like I don't want to say it because if I say it I will attract it and then it will happen unfortunately when you're thinking it it can happen too it's like you if you believe in law of attraction it will literally attract just think about it think about the things that you got which you wanted so badly it can backfire when you're thinking about things which you don't want badly. It might still come because you want it so intensely. 
Now, if you are someone who has lost a baby or you are at a point, literally at a point where it can go both sides. So it can look something like a first trimester miscarriage wherein you are like just bleeding every time. Like <laughs> you got pregnant with so much effort and the last time it was so difficult and you somehow managed to just get pregnant. Now that you're pregnant, you bleed again and you're like, fuck, I'm scared. So going to a doctor and thinking about it again and again can be really scary. Also like suppose second trimester, some patients, they have no history of miscarriage or anything they just had like this little pain and they go for a checkup and they're found to be like dilated already with bulging membranes like anytime they might rupture or some of them might actually rupture their membranes and it's like the water bag the protection is suddenly gone or <laughs> you have covid and like this is this is my, all my recent experiences wherein i have I'm not even talking about recent experience. I'm like talking about yesterday. I've seen a patient like yesterday, she has COVID and she is term, as in she's 38 plus two or something. And she's come with reduced fetal movement. <clears throat> now, ideally, if I was a physician in private, I would just be like, okay, don't eat anything. Let's go do a section out. She was a previous cesarean. So it was an easy decision for me, but unfortunately I don't work in a private organization. COVID is catered in mostly government organizations, especially where I am working and we have to follow rules. Plus COVID is such sometimes that we don't, we want you to be safe and not just like go in. So we are monitoring the patient, but at the same time, the patient is so scared and her fear is so palpable that I get scared. Like how scared is she? So that fear that we have, when you have that, when you, when your baby's right now is still okay, like first trimester, yes, baby is all probably still cardiac activity is present. Second trimester, baby's heart is still present. Third trimester, baby is still alive. And then there is this intense fear inside of us, which is like, I'm so scared I might lose the baby. Now, when you think that way, that I might lose my baby and you feel so scared, think about all the things that you do and what, what we land up doing is like we stop engaging with the whole world, like we stop communication with everyone. Like our fear is so intense that our family, whoever knows about it, they get scared we stop eating, we stop caring, we stop doing things that we do normally. Then we start eating randomly or we start watching or we start researching things, looking at complications. And then the brain will just look at how shit happens. Like, and you just keep finding evidence for that. And when you do all these things, when the doctor has actually told you, okay, listen, there is a chance that it can go anywhere. We don't know. Only time can tell. Just try to relax 
and be positive. Like even now I say that, honestly. And we have said it in India, we say it in UAE, believe in, if you believe in God, pray to God because this is, a, this is a time when we really can't do much. No, of course, I mean, if that baby is a, like we can do a cesarean, we will of course do a cesarean and get the baby out if the baby is viable and all of that. But if not, there are so many situations where we can't do anything. And your healthcare provider might actually say that to you. That I'm sorry, you know, that we can't do anything. And some of them might not say that to you. They might just like keep on, like they themselves get so scared or they themselves get so confused, especially if they're not in a um, supportive system where they are like your only private healthcare provider. They might give you like really funny answers out of fear. Now it's... It's not your problem when they, they do that way. And if you have doubts, please change your doctor if you are not having any clear answers because this is your baby and you deserve to know the answers. But that's not what we are talking about. <laughs> We're talking about how fear grips us. And when you think that, oh my God, I'm so scared that I might lose this baby, the result of all these actions is that you really do not, you're not present with the baby who's already alive in you. You're not recognizing that this baby's fine, like still alive with all that is going on. So think about it. When you think that I'm so scared that I might lose this baby and your brain is taking you there, I don't want you to like stop thinking that because it's a legit fear. If I'm pregnant, if my sister is pregnant and one of us has this, even I'll be like thinking about it, obviously, because our brains are programmed to protect us. It's trying to like just keep us safe by like keeping us prepared for worst case situations. But we resisting that fear is something which causes us more stress. And if you want to like really go through this experience with ease, you might have to recognize that fear. And that might look like just feeling the fear. Like how does fear feel in you? When you're like so scared, sometimes that can mean crying. Like in my case, it always means crying. <laughs> like, or sometimes just like, just describing it, like, I'm so scared. Like today, um, I was in the mall <laughs> and my husband was doing the groceries and my kid was playing with me and I had like things in my hand and she was following this robot, um, the one which is there in Carrefour. So she's following this person, this <laughs> robotic thing which is roaming around. And I just like, I'm looking at her and then she suddenly disappears and I'm like, okay, she's there. She does this so often and these malls are like so secure. There are like so many checkpoints. But when we were in India, kids used to go missing and they were like stolen and, you know, human trafficking and all of that. And my brain goes only there. So... I went to search, she, she just disappeared and she does that. And I'm like, God, 
she's like almost going to be four and she's <clears throat> she just runs and she won't even sit in a pram so i'm like for 30 seconds okay my heart is just sinking and i have done this <laughs> i've been in this so often that uh it's almost familiar i'm like no she's gonna be there like at the same time my heart is like really pounding you know I, I don't know what if what if my brain is like throwing those thoughts at me 30 seconds she was out of my sight and i found her and then i told my husband about it and he was like how long did you not see her and i was like almost 30 seconds he was like yeah how did it feel <laughs> you must have been so scared because that happens to him too she does that and it's scary and um it's not like I remember one time I, we lost my brother. Like I was lost as a kid in a market. And that was so scary. And one time we lost my brother, actually twice. I was like, I couldn't imagine if if we didn't find him. Luckily, and one time we did lose my sister also. <laughs> so it's not something which is like uncommon. These fears come. Our brain is programmed to protect us. So when you are pregnant, and such episodes happen, which they will. And sometimes, yes, you might lose a baby. And sometimes you might not. Now, if you have a complicated pregnancy, like say, you have leaked. And the, like I have seen patients who leaked and they were in the hospital from say 19 weeks. They went to almost 23 weeks. 23 plus 1, 23 plus 2. And we are like on a countdown. We keep telling them one day at a time, one day at a time. They're like managing their mind. They're so scared. But really, they, they cannot do anything. They're like bedridden. I mean, here the pandemic was unbearable for the world, the lockdown. Imagine pregnant women who are told to be on bed all the time. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably <laughs> pregnant. But imagine what women are capable of handling when they suddenly are bedridden. Not like they can move, nothing is wrong. They can walk and everything, but they're being on bed just to save that baby. That's the strength you have. And anytime you get scared, just put your hand on your heart and feel the fear. What does it feel like? It's just your heart beating fast or something like a hollow, your hands becoming cold. Describe it. How does that feel? And does it transition to sadness? Does it transition to depression? How do, how do those feelings feel in your body? Stay there. Don't resist it. Cry. Like I have so many patients who have told me I don't want to ever go to that place and get sucked into depression. Listen. Resisting it is not going to help you. You don't get sucked into depression that way. The more you resist depression as a feeling, it grows. The more you resist any feeling, it grows. So if you resist fear, it will grow. That's what I want to tell you. So when I ask some of the followers who message me things like, why are you asking me this? And I'm like, because I want to know what you're thinking. And are you scared? Because if you're scared, open up towards it. Nothing is going to happen. Trust me, you have a capacity to have a baby every year, every year full-term pregnancies. 
because we have that kind of capacity. We have that many eggs. Even when whatever you're 40 or something, you still have some capacity. So don't doubt yourself. Don't keep on finding all the negative that is possibly like your brain is throwing at you. There's a part of you who wants to protect you, but she's probably an overprotective personality of you. And she can try to protect you, but then there is that higher self who's like, it's like, hey, why am I doing this? Okay, so let's be calculative. There is a chance that this baby is good. And yes, I don't want to be all deluded with that belief because I want to prepare myself in case I lose my baby too. Our brains do that, right? What if you get deluded that this baby is going to be fine? What are you going to lose? Answer me. Apart from the disappointment, which is a feeling... That's it. You're not going to lose anything. So, like really, the only thing that you lose is probably that baby. But the, the, the relationship that we have with any human being, even the unborn human being, is our thoughts about them. And every time you get pregnant, you get to decide that I have this baby. You get to name that baby. You get to talk to that baby. You get to start having relationships with that baby. Even when they are no longer there with you, you can still talk to them. You can still acknowledge them. Yeah, why not? If that's like some, some, some of my patients have told me that, that I actually had relationship with my kid. I said, what stops you from having that relationship? It's in your mind. Keep talking. I know it can seem very insensitive of me to say that, but I just have seen so much agony so far when patients lose their pregnancies, when patients get really sick in their pregnancy and still, and still they get pregnant again and come. Why? Because they want to have babies. We know how bad the world can be, how bad our health can become because of a pregnancy we still keep at it. You know why? We are programmed for it. We are supposed to have babies. And it's like the joy and the dopamine hit that we get when we have our babies is something which is totally worth it. Now, having said that, I want to invite you guys to consider coming on my amazing pregnancy coaching program which is called blissful pregnancy now where i what i do is coach women on these kind of issues i want them to explore what their mind is creating for them so that they can actually enjoy their pregnancy the way it is with whatever complications and i'm not saying enjoy enjoy but like don't get exhausted and drained at the same time learn mind management because that's something which you can use for the rest of your life and teach your kid about it. So I want to really encourage you, if you are someone with a very high-risk pregnancy and you're scared of losing your baby or like already grieving the loss of your baby, please come out and book a session with me. I provide one free session. So come and get coach and see what coaching looks like. 
All right, my friend, that's it for today. I'll see you next week. If you found this information helpful, please subscribe and give a review so that this podcast can reach more women with PCOS who have been told to lose weight to normalize their condition. Have a good day.